This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. <laughs> so rick gaiman uh thanks so much for joining us i just like to i actually um i follow you in twitter and i actually uh noticed that you followed me as well when you posted uh the news about victor hovland and colin morikawa teaming up for the uh Zuri classic so that was kind of cool yeah, first of all, thanks thanks for having me. Um, and yeah, you you do great work. Big big fan of of yours. And yeah, when I when I saw that, because I know there had been rumblings about Victor yep. and Colin getting together. And when I saw that you kind of had made it official, I was like, okay, let's let's roll with this. And I wanted <laughs> to make sure, uh, yes, you get your due credit because as as I mentioned, you do you do such great work. Yeah, I appreciate that. And uh, likewise, I mean, I I kind of wish that we could have all our articles in English as well. And uh, I think, I mean, Victor is getting to that point where I think that uh, needs to be considered because, I mean, uh, I know that people are so uh, crazy about him in Norway, but as I've been uh, going to the States the last couple of years, I mean, uh, I feel like that is kind of uh, expiring uh, to the U.S. as well. It's it's so funny because um, I, I use Google Translate a lot, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and sometimes it's, you know, it's mostly good, but I'm not. Victor and Colin and I was like okay I'm pretty sure I, I understand what all this is saying and I just texted Victor and was like right, we're, we're, we're good on this right this is right <laughs> uh, and he confirmed it so it was, it was all good but you're right I mean he is um, obviously uh, I imagine quite popular uh, over there but he is I mean he's taken off like a rocket ship over here I mean mm. he's such a likable guy he's so he's so easy to chat with he's so um, you know so kind and oh by the way he's one of the best golfers in the world so it's like it's exactly. very to like him and uh he's, he's very popular over here yeah and just to to sum up for the guys wondering who you are you are according to your twitter profile at least you're a safe proclaimed golf data fanalist <laughs> you're the founder of rickrungood.com which is a golf data and fantasy site and then you also you're a founder of the 300 yards to an own podcast and also host of the first cut pod for cbs sports 
That is correct. Yeah. yeah. So um, my my data website, rickrungood.com, it's all golf data. And I that's kind of the way that I view golf is is very analytics mm -hmm. uh, based and very data driven. And then, yes, uh, I have a great relationship uh, with CBS Sports and I host their uh, their golf podcast, which is nearly every single day of the week. So, yes, I'm, I'm full on in, in this golf world. <laughs> yeah, actually, uh, I've been. Uh, uh, seeing uh, quite of the quite a few of the podcasts, especially when we were on there in, in the U.S. Uh, recently, and you you also have Kyle Porter, right? Correct. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, we we Kyle comes on a couple of times a week, and he's a he's a great resource for us. And uh, yeah, we we put together a, a nice little team. It's been great. Cool. So um, what we are here to talk mostly about is uh, the Masters. Of course, it's coming up uh, in um, a very short time, and uh, I mean. I I was before this week's news. I was you know uh, gonna start off with the, you know Victor and all that, but I have to ask you. There's been uh, I mean by the time this podcast come up comes out, it could be official. But uh, the Tiger Woods news uh, is um, yeah, it's on everyone's lips at the moment. And I mean, uh, getting ready for the Masters and the hype and everything. I mean, it's big from from before, but now it's enormous. It's absolutely enormous. And and Tiger, um, anytime he does anything, it's huge. And for him to even try to come back for the Masters uh, after the, the horrific accident that he had, it's unbelievable. And and to get to the point where we, you know, uh, in the in the days leading up to the Masters, we're, we still think he can play. And I and I and I think it's I think it's going to happen. I think he's going to end up uh, teeing it up. This is the the one spot that um, if he would, he would do anything to get out there and play. And even when we saw him with, with Charlie at the PNC championship in December, I mean, he looked, he looked strong. The swing speed was, was there. It, it was, it was so interesting to see how much progress he had already made. And that was back in December. So I, I think we are, uh, trending towards a, a Tiger Woods playing at Augusta National. Yeah, it <laughs> certainly looks that way, but I mean, um, Augusta is, I mean, you don't actually see it as, as as good on TV, but that course is actually really demanding. Have it walked it myself. And I mean, for four straight days, uh, you know, if it's sad, kind of sad to say, but if there's one course that could be, you know, tricky to get around for four straight days, it's, it's, it's Augusta. And I completely agree. And I also think the other, the other side of it too, you know, which course would, would Tiger risk it the most, you know, it, it would be Augusta national and uh, you're right. And I, I think it's a really great point. You cannot tell on television uh, the undulation and kind of the angles and how uh, the way the, the, the terrain changes there. It, it, it is much more difficult than, than we see just through our televisions. Yeah. Cause I remember there's uh, like a fun fact that on, I believe it's whole 10. I mean, the rise in the terrain from the T to the green is like the height of the Statue of Liberty or something. Oh, really? I've not yeah, heard that. Yeah. That's interesting. It, it might not be completely true, but that's, that's uh, at least that's what okay. I want. Close enough, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk. Um, that was Tiger. I mean, we're certainly going to watch that with excitement. But uh, us Norwegians were most, I mean, of course, we're excited by Tiger, but Victor is the main, the main man for us. And I mean... Uh, I just want to ask you, um, firstly, you know, his rise, I mean, his tremendous rise since he came through, uh, and won the USM and then broke through on the PGA tour pretty much. I mean, he ha actually had to wait a bit longer than Morikawa and Wolf to, to, you know, take the, the big step, but, uh, 
basically since he won in Puerto Rico, it's it's been nonstop. It's been nonstop. It's been a, a meteoric rise. And I think one way to even illustrate that is, you know, this is going to be what the second masters that he plays as a professional, mm -hmm. right? I, it's so crazy to think because of all, all of what he has accomplished in the last 18 months or so. And he's really kind of asserted himself in the top of our game. And what I think is, is most exciting and what, uh, you know, guys like me who look into the data, uh, who kind of, when we get excited about guys like Victor, it's because of, of what he does off the tee and it's what he does uh, on his approaches. I mean, he's just so strong, uh, nearly uh, head and shoulders arrest uh, above most of the rest of the players on the PGA tour. It, that's the exciting part. So you can look at it and, you know, a guy can win multiple times in 12 months or 18 months. Uh, but the way that Victor does it is what has us all excited about what the next 10 years looks like. Yeah, and, and judging by the numbers, how how have you seen? I mean, what has been the key points to to his rise? I mean, number wise, have you studied that at all? Or? Yeah, absolutely. So the the thing that I look into most is is the strokes gain metrics, and you can break those down uh, into four categories: off the tee, approach, around the green, and putting. Um, in the last fifty rounds of every single golf run tour, so fifty rounds is about half a year, depending on uh, guys that play. Victor, no, actually, I mean, not if you're Sung Jm. Uh, well, no, then that's, that's a good a month, basically. Um, but Victor actually played exactly 100 rounds worldwide in 2021. So it's about half a year. Uh, he is by far uh, the best ball striker. So that's strokes gained off the tee plus strokes gained approach. It's uh, He gains over a stroke and a half per round to the tour average. That's to, to, to not, not to nerd out too much or to geek out too much, but it's a huge number mm. and there's nobody better. And that's a really good foundation for him contending, for him winning, for him just being in the mix all the time. Yeah. And I mean, Augusta is a place where uh, I've, you know, people say that you have to play Augusta three, at least three or four times just, to, you know, to figure things out. But I mean, uh, we had Victor on a podcast this, uh, this Christmas and he was like, uh, we were just wondering, you know, we have heard these rumors and we obviously understand them because the course is crazy difficult. But uh, I mean, he, he was kind of saying that now, uh, 2022 uh, is the first year that he feels like, like he can contend. I mean, not that he couldn't last year, but I mean, just you just learn so much every time you're there. And um, uh, I mean, of course, people who don't really know how Augusta works will say that, you know, his short game will uh, fail, fail him. But I mean, I feel that the most important stuff on Augusta is where you place the ball on the green. And that, I mean, judging by Victor's numbers, that will place him highly. Yeah, so uh, Victor was actually quite tidy around the greens in 2021 at Augusta National, but I actually think, and, and uh, you know, they've made changes around the course here for this year. There's a couple of new greens out there. They made uh, 11 is now 15 yards longer, and there's kind of different bailout spots. There are two parts to this. I think the changes, just any changes that Augusta National is going to make uh, probably benefits guys with less experience because now everybody's kind of on a more level playing field. And then the changes that they did make on specifically in 11 and 15, I think it helps the guys who can drive it well and the guys that can hit their second shot well. I think that's kind of the nature of making those shots more difficult on those holes, which again, we go back to it. That helps Victor. So I, I think this is 
trending in a really good direction with him with some of the changes that we've seen and the newfound experience that he's been earning over the past couple of, of, of years. I, I think, I think that trends really well for him. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you probably started your master's prep a long time ago when it comes to the numbers and if it comes to, you know, the, 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 I, I'm not sure how much you're into like betting and stuff, but I know fantasy wise, it's uh, that kind of correlates a lot, you know? Yeah, big time. And um, I'm certainly big into both fantasy and, and the betting side of it. A lot of the, the data on my website um, is, is based on, on fantasy and betting and, and you're seeing um, even now the sports books, the odds makers giving a lot of respect to guys like Victor, right? You know, they, they realize what a, a huge threat he is to them if he goes out and wins the golf tournament and how much they're going to end up paying out. But yeah, this is, um, we're seeing him being uh, quite respected across the betting markets and quite respected across the fantasy markets as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was uh, on a website that I usually check ahead of tournaments called Odds Checker. I'm not sure if you, you yeah, you're familiar. And um, what I what I really noticed is that uh, compared to at least most other tournaments that I see, that the odds are pretty among the top ten. It's not very uh, a lot of differences in the odds. I mean, a lot of players are placed between like ten and twenty or ten and sixteen, and victors in that group. Uh, that's probably, that just says all about Augusta, right? That's, it says it all about Augusta and it's, it, it says a lot about the feel, you know, you yeah. get every single one of the best players there. It's hard for odds makers to kind of split hairs and decide, oh, you know, Rory McIlroy is so much mm. better than everybody else. They don't want to take hard stances like that. So you'll see because the field is so deep and so strong that a lot of those players are all just kind of in the same odds category because uh, they're all so good. I mean, you could probably pick out 15 or 20 guys that if they won, you'd be not surprised at all. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Victor is currently number 10. Uh, I mean, the differences are really small, but I mean, he is he's currently placed number 10. Is that, um, does that like rhyme with your own expectations and your own, I mean, just the numbers crunching everything? How do you rate, rank him in that uh, top area? Yeah. So I, I probably have his real chances of winning um, a little bit better than that, probably like top eight uh, as opposed to top 10. But you're right. These these odds makers and it's the, the differences are are so small uh, with with what they're what they're showing across the board. But um, I actually think um, and, and Victor, you know. Uh, we to go back to the data side of it, he has such a high floor, meaning that because he hits the ball so well off the tee and on approach, he's never going to play himself out of a lot of tournaments. He's going to give himself a lot of chances. And winning's hard. Winning is really, really hard. Everything has to kind of go right for you. There's a little bit of luck involved in winning as well. But because he has such a high floor, he's he can always be in the mix. And so I kind of give him a little bit better than that, uh, kind of top eight, maybe even top six in terms of, of chances of, of winning this thing. Yeah, you're saying that. I mean, uh, I just remember uh, being at Augusta last year and watching him, him tee off in hole one, and he made a triple bogey. And I was like, right. okay. That's, that's it. <laughs> and then he actually made like three straight birdies after, I think. But that just shows that, I mean, uh, I, I mean, if, if, if there's one place that you, you're like, you can't give away triple bogeys, it's right. Augusta, right? 
it, it, it really is. I mean, we saw Justin Thomas do it uh, last year. Justin yeah. Thomas was in the mix on, on Saturday again. And uh, I can't remember if it was right before the weather delay or right after, I think he made a triple on 13 and he, j- and it j- it's over. That's it. Mm. You know, there's, you can play well, but there's not necessarily enough opportunities to, to make up those strokes and then some. So you really have to be engaged and playing well. I mean, it's a full test. It's 72 holes and one bad one, uh, as we've seen, can, can play yourself out of it. Yeah, and you talk about Victor as like maybe a top eight, top six. Uh, what does your, uh, your own hunch say? Who do you have as like the top, uh, top two, three guys? Yeah. And what so- do you base it on? Yeah, so a couple of things. Um, uh, we, we talked about the experience around Augusta National and, and how important that is. So someone like Justin Thomas, uh, who has gotten uh, basically better every year at Augusta National, is very exciting. And now he has Bones on his bag. And obviously, we know Bones has been around for a couple of Phil Mickelson's uh, green jackets. So that, that experience certainly goes a long way. So I think he's on the short list. Um, I'll tell you, I like the fact that Rory McIlroy has decided to play the week before the Masters at the Valero Tech. Texas Open. He's been very clear with how everything is, you know, revolves around him trying to complete the career Grand Slam and always thinking about the Masters. This is a really good way for him to kind of keep his mind off of things. Um, but I'll tell you, uh, the guy that has my full attention is Brooks Kepka, and I think uh, I think Brooks is healthy for the first time in a long time. I just, yeah, yeah. I saw him playing with Victor last year, and he barely, he could barely walk. Yeah. And, yeah. and we talked about the walk and we talked about how physical this is. And this is a guy who's finished inside the top 10 at half of the major championships he's played. He looked good at the match play and he sounded good. He seemed like he was in good spirits. He felt comfortable with his game. I don't think we've seen a healthy Brooks in a long time. And I think we're getting him healthy now. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. Uh, and another guy who is uh, slowly but surely making his way back is uh, Bryson DeChambeau. I know a lot of people are, you know, his match play wasn't very good, but I mean, he showed some signs. How do you see his chances uh, at Augusta? 
Yeah, it's really hard uh, to kind of be off your game at Augusta National, and he missed so much time with the wrist injury, and he kind of made it harder on himself when he called this a par 67 a couple of years ago. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's tough to come back from. Um, the, the big concern I have around Bryson is – uh, he's obviously going to bomb it. He's obviously going to try to bring Augusta National to its knees, but you cannot miss left at Augusta National. If you miss left, you're just done. And when he gets a little bit off, those left misses come into play. So I'm I'm not as, as excited about uh, Bryson just because he hasn't played as much. The one thing that he does tend to do when things go wrong is miss it left, and you just can't do that around Augusta National. Do you have any like dark horses that are maybe priced uh, at uh, at a price that you can you say like okay that's good value like in yes. lower part of the pack? Yeah, so you start going down a little bit further down the board, and even um, even guys like like Will Zalatoris, I, I think is I think is really interesting. We because- remember twenty twenty one. Exactly right. You know, he's had he's had the the runner up finish and uh, it, it feels like he's even gotten better since then. You know, and he's contended more often. And uh, we saw in the match play. He kind of tweaked that putting stroke a little bit to kind of uh, iron out some of the issues that he's had with that. And, um, you know, he's another guy that uh, hits his second shot, hits that approach shot so well. It's off the center of the club face every single time. So he's someone that I think could make quite a bit of noise at the Masters. Yeah, I mean that that uh, improved putting stroke was really annoying for us Norwegians. When he <laughs> he suddenly became prime Patrick Reed in that playoff, and that was I know he starts making everything when he finds when he finds a matchup with Victor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so that's so that's uh, that's cool. I mean, uh, we we saw some really um, special conditions at the players when that was played. You know, that made. I mean, the tournament really uh, kind of a lottery, at least before the the cut was made. Uh, I see that there's some like showers and stuff for for next week, but it looks good, doesn't it? It does look good. We always we always joke that um, there's almost like a dome over Augusta National mm-hmm. because even when you see a storm rolling in, it turns it turns away right as it gets to Augusta. So it, it is amazing, but they have uh, they have such an ability to keep that course uh, playing as consistent as possible. I mean, they've got every resource in the world. The weather forecast uh, early out, you know, still looking like it's going to be fairly good, fairly clear. So I would not have uh, I would not have too many concerns about weather playing a large role in the in the championship yeah and the conditions i mean the the uh, the course how do how do you think it will be played and who who does that favor uh the uh, conditions yeah so i think uh if ideally uh you know the staff at augusta national they would like it to be firm and fast they they would like you to uh have to hit specific spots on uh the fairway and 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 play it uh play the 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 role a little bit because at Augusta National, the, the the golf is not just played through the air; it's also played on the ground at times as well. So um, it definitely does benefit guys that can keep it uh, keep it in play, keep it in the tree lines. You know, there are um, there are a couple of ways that you could get wayward off the tee and get yourself into some really big trouble. So if you're able to keep it in play, like a Justin Thomas, um, you know, like a Rory McIlroy, who's going to use his driver as a weapon, ideally around Augusta National, I think with the way that uh, they want the course to be set up. It certainly benefits those guys. Cool. Yeah. Hoping for a firm and fast uh, week for sure. Um, I just want to, uh, before we round off, talk a little bit about your relationship with Victor, because I see, I see he's been in, on your podcast and so can you just talk a little bit about, you know, how you guys uh, connected and also just how, how you, you know, 
yeah. So, uh, we got connected, um, I guess last, uh, September. So I'm in Las Vegas and I got connected through a mutual friend. Uh, and we went to dinner here in Las Vegas, those back-to-back weeks where it was uh summit club and, and TPC Summerlin. And we've, and we've stayed in touch and, and, you know, Victor is, uh, to me, a real, a real student of the game and he understands kind of metrics and he's just, it's just a normal guy, right? I mean, he's mm. just a, a normal guy. And uh, we we stay in touch via via text about golf and about some uh, other common interests that we have. And I try to leave him alone, you know, during tournaments. Do you play poker? Or? Yeah, he's a big poker guy, yeah. right? Yeah, he's a big poker guy. So <laughs> um, I play casually, obviously, but we kind of talk about um, we talk about hands and, uh, and things like that, but yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And I try not to bother him when, you know, when it's tournament time and all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's really, he's really, you know, outside of tournaments, uh, it's pretty easy to, you know, communicate with him, but when he's like in the zone, it's, I just, I've learned to just stay away. Yeah. I, I don't think it's, it's worth me bothering him over anything. <laughs> I'll, you know what I mean? It's all, it's all good, but yeah, he's, uh, uh, very, very kind, obviously, and uh, very, very easy to chat with. Yeah, it's, uh, that's my my perception as well. Okay, so uh, just to round things off, um, if you look into your crystal ball into the future, let's say uh, the end of the next season, <laughs> where do you see Victor Hovland uh, in the in the mix where do you see him at his position both uh, like on the world rankings and also like in the golfing community yeah i mean it's amazing because he's already uh you know top five in the in the world ranking so there's not much more room uh for him to to go up so i i think that he's going to be a staple in that top five in that top 10 there's obviously going to be ebbs and flows because of the way the world ranking works but again statistically um, and the way the style, the style of golf that he plays is really good for the modern game. Mm. And as long as he continues to hit the ball as well as he does off the tee and hit it on approach, he's going to be a threat to win basically every tournament that he tees up. And there's going to be constant com- uh, comparisons to Colin Morikawa, who already has a couple of major championships under his belt. But, you know, Victor's uh, still building that major championship experience. I think that he is uh, going to be one of the favorites and a threat to win a lot of golf tournaments and add major championships to his resume. And it's just, it's just a really, it's a really good style of golf um, for the way that the game shapes up right now. Sounds good. I see. I just, um, my crystal ball says that he will bring home his first major at home soil in Oklahoma in May. So Southern Hills is a probably a very good spot for him. Yes. I him think him and Scotty Scheffler in the last group there. There you go. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. I think there's gonna be a lot of good. Um, there's also gonna be a lot of good PGA championship spots for him in the in the next couple of years. It's just it, it's gonna be really exciting to kind of see how he takes advantage of those opportunities. For sure, for sure. Okay. Last question. Uh, if you're gonna predict where Victor Holland is gonna end this year's masters. Uh, I, listen, I think he's going to be inside the top 10. I hope he wins it. I hope he wins it. Uh, but the winning is, is a little bit random. It's a little bit lucky. Uh, you can do everything that you need to, and someone can kind of steal it away from you. But I, I believe when we get to the weekend, uh, Victor's going to be in the mix. I think he finishes inside the top 10. If things shake out his way, which he might control, he might not. Uh, maybe he slips on a green jacket, gets back into, uh, get, gets back into Butler cabin. 
Yeah, I mean, I got the chills when he, him and Tiger were there in 2019. I'm, I, I I'm not going to imagine how it's going to be if he, if he <laughs> slips on the jacket himself. Yeah, it would be it would be phenomenal. But he's he's certainly one of the guys that uh, has the skills to do it. And you know, the stars have to a lot. You only get one Masters a year, right? And there's a lot of guys that can win it. So um, I think he'll be in the mix, and hopefully things fall in his favor. Perfect. I'm going to say that the last word from the expert, and that's a good uh, to hear for us Norwegians. So we're just going to have to, uh, gonna tr I mean, not trust you, but uh, take your word for it. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be up there too. I just hope that uh, he, you know, he told me at Valspar that he probably shouldn't have played the tournament mm -hmm. and that he was kind of burned out. So I just hope that, you know, he's uh, rested up well right. and is ready. So, I mean... I mean it's going to be hard not to be really motivated and have some extra energy coming into Augusta. So yeah, you can hold, hold whatever it takes. We'll be able to find the energy uh, for for the Masters. It'll be great. Yeah, okay, Rick, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, good luck with both your your website and your work. You're going forward. We're gonna post uh, your um, three links when we publish this podcast. And uh, yeah, thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.